Hey everybody, so excited for you to watch this week's episode. We are back from our Sabbath. We had a little vacation, a little cross-country travel. We were a little tired from it, but we came back and we wanted to talk about some of these things that y'all have been talking about, y'all have been hearing about. So Roe v. Wade, overturned. What does it mean? And all these shootings and all these things happening in the news and in the media, what does it mean? What's the overarching thing? We talk about it in this week's episode. I hope you will tune in. I hope you will listen to it on your drive to work or that you will watch it on YouTube because I know you have time to watch it. You got time for Netflix. You got time to watch an episode. So go ahead and check this episode out. Hope you enjoy it. Share it with somebody that you know needs to hear it. Be blessed. You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Connecting you to living truth. If you'd like to support our podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or join our inner circle through patreon.com. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends and family can know what you're listening to. So what did we miss? We back, y'all. We took a little Sabbath. We took some time off. We try to do that every now and again. Whole month. And the world like fell apart while we were gone. So yeah. I'm going to need y'all to hold it together while we're off duty. Like, I need that to happen. Can y'all do that for us, please? <laughs> I know Inner Circle was holding it down. They were following us through right. our travels yes. on our vacation. Um, and if you want to know more about what they got, like that extra content that mm-hmm. they got, though, join the Inner Circle. Yeah. Yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. So let's just jump into this because there's a lot. It's a whole lot. Um, we have the whole like abortion thing or here, here's the thing. It's not an abortion thing. It is the women's health thing. It's, Situation. it's the whole, it's not just abortion. It's like the whole picture of women's health. Yeah. And then there was um, actually just last week. It was the shooting in Chicago. And yeah. And so, what was the it's suburb of Chicago? Uh, Highland yeah. Park. Highland Park. <clears throat> yep. 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 And where we were, we actually traveled through there um, while yeah. we were on our Sabbath. Crazy. Um, but before that, we had, we had just wrapped up that last episode we did before our Sabbath was about the shooting in Texas at the school. Yeah. And then mm. this one in yeah. the Chicago area happened. So it's like all that. And then the like bigger thing, I, was, I say bigger, but like the bigger conversation that seems to be happening ongoing is the issue of women's health. And so it's just a lot. And then there's this whole thing, like, are we going into a recession? Are we not going into a recession? When is the recession going to happen? How yeah, do we gas prepare? prices through the roof. Like this is just, it's a lot. It's, it's like a snowball. Like snow. we can't seem to stop it. It's well, we can't seem to stop. We can't I mean, stop we, it. We won't be able to stop can't it. Can't stop. Won't stop. P Diddy flow. No. Um, so I don't know. So, there's so many thoughts, y'all. It's so many all thoughts. bad. It's just um, all bad. So God is good, though. <laughs> like, let's, I want to start there. Okay. So when start we there. were traveling, we were being bombarded by information, right? Because mm-hmm. we don't watch a lot of TV at home, uh, mostly because we're super busy, but also because we got Netflix. Like, we don't watch news. We don't well, watch I watch TV stuff. when you got Netflix. Right? Disney we'll put Plus, on Netflix. Disney, got- streaming. Hulu. I don't need to know what's happening in the world. I need to be distracted from my everyday life. Right? <laughs> well, not only that, but we have this, like, we, we've we graduated in our um, con- consumption of news. Mm-hmm. Um, we even call, on Facebook, it's called the news feed, or mm-hmm. it used to be. Now it's just called, like, your feed or whatever. I don't know. Don't um, but, attention. like, there's, we get information, we get news mm-hmm. on our terms when we want to get it. From the sources um, that or, agree with us. Exactly. And so we have that, again, that vacuum that we're mm-hmm. in, that, like, echo chamber that we put ourselves in yeah but so we have news like we're Mm -hmm. given news and not to mention nowadays like even when you're traveling you know we're traveling in different we were in like over seven states Mm -hmm. throughout our travels and so we're seeing all this information pop up you hear people talk about it 
um, on the subway or as you're walking down the street. And so it's it's there. Yeah. Even though you may be you, maybe you're like us and you don't watch TV. But for some reason, I feel almost more stressed out sometimes about the information I receive because because um, you're only getting snippets. Yeah. And it's coming like from all angles and from all yeah. different like perspectives, I guess. And so it's really hard to know what's true and to know yeah. how to process it. Well, and what I want to say to anyone listening or watching, um, don't, well, don't say it to anyone that's not listening. I won't say it because they won't hear. It. It's yeah. Forget them. If you're not listening, forget you. Wait, how does that? If you're not listening, here listen? are the lottery numbers that you should pick. <laughs> Only for those that don't listen. Um, but no, if you're if you're following along with any of this right now and you're tracking with us, um, don't don't believe the hype. Like don't buy mm. into fear and mm. don't buy into anything. Like something that I've learned in my very short, limited experience of life is that anything that's selling you fear um, is trying to control you in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And that happens on any position. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't want to say either side of the coin because it's not like two sides. There's a bunch of different positions jockeying for your attention and trying to get your support. Yeah. Um, but any position that's trying to win you to their side by selling you fear <clears throat> by saying um, basically we're the safest choice. Anyone else is going to destroy you or you're mm. going to die and your children are going to be stolen and someone's going to come in and, and ransack your house unless you put your faith in me. Um, like that's not someone you should side with. Right. Like that's not necessarily the way that um, good things happen mm-hmm. <laughs> It's by uh, telling you how terrible everything else is. And as believers, if you're a believer in Christ, um, Jesus never enters our life like that. Right. That's why the, the turn and burn mentality doesn't ever work. Turn yeah. or burn. Sorry, not turn, turn and burn. No, don't turn and burn. <laughs> That's <laughs> don't a hot do that. <laughs> on a roller. Um, <laughs> but that mentality that like a summer camp, hellfire and brimstone yeah. sermon doesn't stick. Yeah. Because it's like, hey, you're going to go to hell unless you believe in Jesus. And they're like, oh man, I don't want to go to hell. So what do I do? Believe but, in Jesus. But it does get your attention. That's the hard part. That's it's true. like, um, I was I was watching something or listening to some motivational speaker. We have a lot of like mentor type people that we follow and we we listen to. And this person was saying, um, why is it so easy for us to attach to negativity? Mm-hmm. It was like asking the question, like, why is it that these stories of bad things happening grab our attention so much? And why do news stations use them to their advantage? It's because we're actually hardwired in our brains to to gravitate towards negative. That's why when you see a, a car accident mm-hmm. on the side of the road, you don't just drive by like, oh, do, do, do. You, like we stop and we look. We're like rubbernecks. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> whoa, I wonder what's happening. And um, certainly there's some validity to that because, um, you know, and, and whether you buy into this perspective or not, but there's an understanding that at a certain time we needed to pay attention to um, more dangerous things happening around us because we were the only ones like the, the, the family unit was the only one that could protect the family unit. And so yeah. there's this understanding of, Oh, well there's danger out there. So I need to keep my eye on it so that I know how to react to it. Yes. But we've kind of grown. Preservation. So, yeah. We've grown as people, as, as a um, species, we've grown as a society to where we understand there are other things protecting us and other things that we trust mm-hmm. to keep us safe. And so um, while we may not have that same inclination, or to the same degree, we still have that, that in us to say, oh, well, there's something bad happening because we want to protect ourselves That's from right. it. And it's not, so it's not all bad. There's a, a level of like um, awareness that we should have, but when it starts to consume us mm-hmm. to where, you know, we have that don't step on a crack, you'll break your mother's back mentality with every step we take. Come on, yeah. Um, then it starts to be a controlling thing. And and honestly, that that is some of what we see happening mm-hmm. in 
in the news. It's not controlling in the sense of like they're making you do things and making you like controlling your every move. But there's an understanding that like you're now consumed with this. Like yeah. your your everyday action may not be controlled, but what you're thinking about is now being controlled and what how yeah. you respond to it is now being controlled or manufactured by the elements around it. And and they're doing that because they're selling you a product. Like the news is a product. Mm, and yeah, so ever since they started allowing advertisement to be placed on uh, news stations, the news is now a, a product they're selling you. Yeah. And so they need you to be tuned into that channel. And so yeah. they're going to try to uh, feed you whatever fear. And it doesn't have to be just a TV channel. They need you on that app. They need you on that timeline. They yep. need you in some clicking on that article. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's why they make the little X so hard to find. You're like, why can't oh, I get out I of this? I hate that. <laughs> I like, can't stand that. That's one of my least. I'm like, why is the X hidden? It's how they do it. it how they make purpose. money. Um, so they're selling you something. And anyone that's selling you something has their own best interest in heart. Yeah. They're not really looking to better your life in, in like as their primary goal. Yeah. And what makes a good salesperson is someone that can convince you that what they have is vital to your life. That is the whole premise of advertisement. Convince them that they need what we have. That we right. have something that their life is missing. Yeah. And that, they, that there's a price they're willing to pay. We don't have to worry about the price. As long as we can convince them in their heart and mind that what we have is something they need. And they yeah. use different ways of doing that. If you look at advertisement over the years, if you study that, these trends in advertising, it can be um, comparative advertisement. Well, this mm-hmm. person has that, so you want to have it so you can be like them. Um, using celebrities in advertisement is one way that they do it. So that, that appeal to the idol or the appeal to um, the, the thing that is so great in society. And there's yeah. all these different tactics that, they're still using. I say we say they. We don't mean like this weird ethereal they. Like just they're watching who are selling you stuff. But the industry, yeah, the industry of of news, the industry mm-hmm. of of product placement, whatever it looks like. Well, and and taking specifically the tactic of fear, um, honestly, what it reminds me of is the story of um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, mm. right? Because it's not there wasn't a product, but um, they were put in a position by fear. Like, listen. Mm. Do this or, or else. else. Yeah. If you do not, you do, will burn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You do not do this, you will die. Yeah. And and they were put in that position where they had to choose between doing what they believed and knew in their heart was right, or following along for their own safety. Yeah. And they they chose to honor God. They chose to do what they knew to be right, which mm-hmm. was not to worship at the, these false idols, <clears throat> this this thing, this giant image mm-hmm. of man. And so they chose not to bow down, and then they were thrown into the fire. And y'all know the story. Know, if you don't know the story, it was dancing in the Sunday flames school, with Jesus. Came out, didn't even smell like smoke. Oof. But that is a sermon. That is the way that um, things are presented to us. It's like, listen, mm-hmm. if you don't bow down to this, if you don't buy into this story, if you don't buy into this this <clears throat> body of fear, then you're going to die in mm-hmm. some way, shape, or form, or you're going to be left out, or you're going to be um, ostracized, or you're mm-hmm. going, your rights are going to be taken away if you're not on our side. Or, and, or even if you're not on my side, then that means you're this type of person. Yeah, you're the it, enemy. It starts to become part of your identity. That's like right. Now, if you don't believe what I believe and you don't agree with what I'm saying, obviously you're the problem. Yeah, and you can't like... To follow Christ, to be different than the world, right? Because if you follow Jesus, there's something different about it. Otherwise, why follow Jesus? There has mm. to be a newness, a mm-hmm. um, something that is not this worldly, yeah. that, that draws us in, right? And, and we know as believers, it's his peace, it's his love, it's um, the chesed, it's that, that, mm. that everlasting love, shalom. that never-ending love. And the, yeah, the shalom, the peace lifestyle of not just... Um, absence of stress but peace in the midst of stress Mm -hmm. and as a believer if you don't live in that and and you're so busy buying into all this other stuff um then when 
push comes to shove, you're going to have nothing to hold on to mm. more than what the world does mm-hmm. because you're grasping at these vapors of things yeah. that are promising protection yeah. when really the only thing that we have, only thing that we can control is how we respond to stuff. Yeah. And are you putting that response into other human beings ability to, to protect and provide, or are you actually putting it somewhere that can be uh, kept for all eternity? Like, are you mm-hmm. putting your hope in Christ in, in God who can control all and who yeah. is in charge, no matter what the world says, um, God is still on the throne. Yeah. And so we have um, different camps. We have like the super conservatives who are, are celebrating um, over the abortion rights mm-hmm. or not the abortion rights, the, the Roe, Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Overturning, um, overturning um, <clears throat> disregarding people's lives that, mm-hmm. that are affected by that in a way. Um, and then you have other people who are um, mourning, not even understanding that there is a protectant of life. Like you have all these people that are because of fear are buying into different camps because they're afraid of uh, their personal rights being taken away and they're putting mm-hmm. their stock into things that they think can control. Yeah. That they can control. Yeah. I said that well, can control. It's okay. Um, so I think I'm going to pause here because if, if you're hearing things, if, if you're hearing this and you're like, yes, okay, this is it. I, I get this. I understand. I hear what you're saying. And you know, somebody else who needs to hear that, mm-hmm. share this with them right now, Please do. because this is a great place for them to join into the conversation. Um, but I w- want to kind of like go into what you were saying with like the different camps. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, what you said about being different from the world. Mm-hmm. So Jesus provides this, media via right mm-hmm. media via i don't know how to say it i don't speak latin um <laughs> it's this middle way it's this different way it's this way that says i don't have to attach myself to the rhetoric mm-hmm. um i can walk in this path in the midst of these two camps because it, it really is there's there's two camps there's different nuances some people will say well i don't really i agree with this one but i don't agree well maybe you're closer to the media via than others but i think that there are distinct distinctions between these two Mm -hmm. that as believers in Christ, we have to detach from them completely. I do not agree uh, me personally as Mm -hmm. a believer. I do not agree with the pro-life bumper sticker of pro birthness. I don't agree Mm -hmm. with that. I don't agree that we can only say this matters um, in this way, in this specific time period. I don't agree with that. I also don't agree with the extremism of the, of the other side that says we have to allow um, all of these things to happen. We mm-hmm. have to, we have to let people do this and we have to give people all of this freedom to destroy life in this way. Yeah. That being said, what I do believe in aligns with the, what I see as the media via where, where Jesus says, listen, life matters. Yes. Period. Mm-hmm. Okay. He didn't say all life matters. He didn't, he didn't say the hashtag with y'all. <laughs> I just want to point that out. Life matters because of who created it, not because of the inherent um, self-made value of that life. Yeah. Life matters. I also believe that as believers, we have to challenge the things that are said. Mm-hmm. There are some conversations that I know are being had that I know we, we have had to enter into of like, listen, I'm sorry. What that, that rhetoric you're spouting off is complete baloney. Malarkey, there some are, might there say. Are things we, Sorry we, for the strong language. It's <laughs> malarkey that you're bringing to me, friend. Um, but we have to stand in that middle way and be able to say, I'm sorry, this is not good. And we've talked about that, the empowerment of being able to stand in the face of fear. When someone mm-hmm. is coming at you and says, I'm fearful about this, I'm fearful of what this means, I'm fearful of this. Mm-mm. Listen, I'm going to expose exactly what that is. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. This over here, that's a lie too. This over here, this, here's the hypocrisy in that statement. Here's the hypocrisy in this statement. Here's the truth. Yeah. Take it or leave it. 
But as believers, we cannot allow ourselves to, we have to have this like almost blinders mm-hmm. to the rhetoric, not blinders to the people, not blinders to the issues. Yes. We have to Thank say, okay, you. all that, that, that's garbage and static that is only trying to drown out the truth of those voices that are crying out for justice and mercy of those right. women who are crying out for help. We have to be able to stand in that way, in the gap as Jesus did that's right. and say, I'm not afraid of what I'm about to say. I'm not afraid of the response I'm going to get. I'm not afraid of who's going to reject me because of it, because this is the truth. Yeah. And you, you either are drawn to the truth because you are so hungry for it in your soul, or you reject it because you're too arrogant and proud to accept that it means humbling yourself. All right. I think we said it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, and I'm only saying that because I know this is the truth that I had to face. Yeah. I guess so. What I'm what I'm picking up, and you can let me know if I'm I off. I trailed the mark. off a little bit. I got no, no, you're good. Um, got a little hot under the collar. <laughs> a little passionate about it. It happens. It happens. <laughs> um, so what I'm picking up, and and tell me if I'm off the mark, but um, the first thing that you said about uh, speaking truth, um, I think as a believer we have to uh, measure that truth uh, according to what is true about the whole nature of God and mm-hmm. his mission on earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, facts are facts, right? So you, you can say, well, I'm, I was just sharing the truth. Yeah. But you're not sharing the truth in light of the truth, right, right. which is Christ. Um, and sometimes sharing the truth is as simple as not saying anything. Sometimes you got to let people be wrong. Sometimes you just shut your mouth, shut your yappers, shut your little clickety clackers mm-hmm. and, Turn and the thumbs off and let people just be wrong. And it's okay. <laughs> um, but so what you're saying is ex- expose the truth to people, let people see the truth mm-hmm. without trying to like prove people wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then look at how your sphere of influence, how your world is actually affected by what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what happens on Capitol Hill, um, there are people in your community that need the Come love on. of Christ. Come on. Um, there are people um, in your neighborhood that need to know about a Jesus who, who is there with them. Emmanuel, mm-hmm. God, who walks with you through the pain of whatever your situation, who's there to hold your hand through whatever um, painful life circumstance you're going through, mm-hmm. who's there to serve you and feed you and love you, mm-hmm. um, not coddle you and say that everything you do is great, but to, to actually meet you where your needs are. And so mm-hmm. um, instead of jumping on the hype train of like, well, what if you know, this person, this happened in this specific situation and then the, this government's going to let them die. Okay. First off, you made all that up in your mind and now you're getting mad over something you made up in your mind. Um, but what you can do is check on your elderly neighbor. What you can do is feed those kids that are dirty and running through the streets in front of your house every day. What you can do is, is buy groceries for the single mother who lives down the block. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. these are things that are actually happening around you Mm -hmm. that you can involve yourself in, Mm -hmm. right? All the homeless people you drive by as you're so angry and irate about what's going on on the radio. Like you can actually engage with them Mm. instead of filling your life with so much fear that it paralyzes you to the action of what God has called you to do here on earth. Mm. Um, Step away from that fear. Yeah. Like say, just say no to fear. Just do it. (laughs) Just say no. Well, and I think one of the things that enhances the sense of fear that we have as believers, especially, is proximity, a lack of proximity. Because I remember seeing something, and this this is something that I I really like. If you hear this, don't come at me. But I really have a problem. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) I have a problem with the um, I'll adopt your baby uh, mantra. I have Hmm. a problem with this. Okay. I have a problem with it because. Um, the example that was shown to me of how to love a woman in crisis who's pregnant Mm -hmm. was a family member that I have um, taking that woman under her wing 
caring for her, mm-hmm. picking her up every week and taking her to the doctor. Um, and this was a family member who was told she couldn't have children. Mm-hmm. So she could have said, oh, don't worry, I'll adopt your baby. I'll take it. I'll take it off your hands. Not a problem. Um, or, she, or she could have done what she did, which is she walked with her through that pregnancy. Mm-hmm. She was the husband that that woman didn't have. Yeah. She was there when she gave birth. She was there when she needed diapers. She was like, she gained nothing from this woman. Yeah. And I, I saw the fruit of that in a way that it changed my perspective to where when I hear this, I'll just adopt your baby. Like it's a, like it fixes the problem for the woman Mm. because giving birth is so incredibly emotional and spiritual and physical. It's so far beyond just remove this from me. Um, I have a problem with that. Yeah. And so I, what I hear in that is you have no proximity to women who are actually in crisis. Yeah. I'm hoping someone will, will read this that I can adopt their baby. No, sis. No, bro. Get yourself in relationship with women who are suffering. Get yourself so uncomfortably close to that woman that maybe she one day is like, I think I want to let you adopt my baby. Or maybe she doesn't. Either way, you're doing what Jesus would do in walking with her. And that's, that's where I think our fear, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, becomes paralyzed because perfect love casts out fear. That's right. Perfect love does intentionally with expecting nothing in return. Mm-hmm. So when you love on those people, those people who yeah. are the problem in society, mm-hmm. you are putting yourself in the place of that middle way, being Christ in the circumstances to where... <clears throat> your fear is now cast out. You're not worried about being afraid of what's going to happen and how is the government and this and this and who's controlling who because you're making a difference in somebody's life. And when you stick through it long enough to see the change, you don't have to be afraid. Yeah. That's why I love, he says for God, for the spirit God gave us Mm. is not a fear. That's right. But of love and sound discipline or a sound mind. Like these, this is where, the transformation of the world happens. It's not in shouting on Facebook and goodness, I hope someday somebody lets me adopt their baby because that'll fix all the problems. It'll make you feel better. Let's just be real. It'll make you feel better. Mm -hmm. But what, what does, what makes the difference is when we do without expecting in return. Yeah. No, that's, uh, man, that's good. I think um, that proximity piece is so important for us to know um, because Christianity is a messy religion. Um, it's not really a religion. It's a messy way of life. Like if you are living your life according to the, the leading of the spirit, you're going to be led into some messy relationships. You're going to be led Hopefully. into some, <laughs> you're going to be led into some places where um, from the outside, it may look a little strange. Like, why am I here? Why am I talking to this person who's yeah. clearly not walking with And they're with the not Lord? like me at all. Yeah. Why am I in this situation? Well, because God has led you there and God is calling you to, to be his hands and feet. And so, um, if you're afraid of mess, if you're afraid of other people's nonsense, if you're afraid to get their dirt on you, Christianity, um, is going to confront that following Christ will confront that. And if you want a safe, sanitized Sunday morning religion, um, I mean, I guess you can do that, but I don't consider that Christianity. Like that's just a thing you do on Sunday to make yourself feel good. Um, but when you start truly following the Lord, it, I, I love that scripture says perfect love casts out fear because like the way God works in our life is through indirection and, and he doesn't call us to just be like, Hey, don't do right. He doesn't, <laughs> there's not a list of don't do's like we have the 10 commandments. Yes. But that's even in context of God saying, 
follow me, mm-hmm. love me. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I want to show you the goodness, right? Um, God doesn't just give us a list, a list of don't do's. He says love. And this is mm-hmm. what love is. Um, and then scripture says perfect love casts out fear because um, fear has to do with uh, punishment. It has to do with uh, really fear is you're, you're afraid that you're going to deal with some sort of pain mm-hmm. internally, externally, whatever it is. And so when you're so focused on loving, which is an action, not just a feeling, not just an emotion, not just what I think I feel, love is what you do. And mm-hmm. so when you're so focused on doing what is right and loving in a way that is bold and that is encouraged by the Holy Spirit and that is led into some um, audacious spaces, you, you don't have room to fear. Mm-hmm. Like there's no space for fear. Mm-hmm. There have been times where I remember looking back and like, oh, wow, we could have. That could have turned out bad, mm-hmm. but we were following the Lord. And so it didn't turn out bad because we were busy loving other people yeah. and entering into those relationships with um, a sense of not reckless abandon, but um, I guess spirit filled abandon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because we weren't just like, oh, whatever, let's just do what we want. Um, <laughs> it was like, oh, God, I don't, does that make sense? But Lord, you're, you're putting this before me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that proximity piece and with all the fear that's happening and everything that's, excuse me, everything that's bombarding you. Take a step back from all of these arrows that are being shot at you. Lift up your, your shield of faith and see what God has put in front of you. Like not, not miles and miles away, not, um, not on your Facebook, not on your feed, like not on your Instagram. Who, who do you know that, that you can in, like change something? What's going on in your, your community that where you can actually participate mm-hmm. and not just by vote. Voting's great. You should vote. Voting's coming up. Vote Do your it. conscience, vote your belief. Vote wisely. Do it. Do it. Um, but there's so much more to do beyond that. Mm. So much more. Yeah, yeah. Um, they will know we are Christians by... How angry we get on Facebook. <laughs> they will know we are Christians by how we love one another. Um, that is huge to this. And that love needs to be seen. It, it needs to yeah. be seen not on... Not just on a picture or on a poster, but like Quippy the people saying. who are needing the love need to see it. They That's need right. to receive it. And so, um, hey, listen, there's a lot of, of other stuff we could talk about. Show a whole enough. bunch of other stuff that we wanted to, but we want to kind of wrap this up. And I do want to say that um, right around this point, like right around here in this part of the podcast um we could be talking right now about your company your mm-hmm. brand your small business sure your can. whatever it is right right here it probably would be a little bit earlier like in the middle um maybe and even if, at the beginning we don't know. who knows um <laughs> if you want to know more about that like follow us on um on facebook and instagram mm-hmm. and you can find out here in the next couple of weeks we're going to share how you can become one of our corporate partners mm-hmm. um or you could just get a customized commercial written by the two of us we're pretty clever when it comes to words and stuff. So like we could write you a commercial we and do well. put it like we would air it during our podcast and it would get seen and heard by um, thousands of people all around the world. So if you're into that, follow <laughs> if us. That's your thing. Cause it might be cool to see that. Let's I don't want to feed you fear. Like your business will fail unless you do this, <laughs> but like your business could grow yeah. if you do this, which would be awesome. So, and, and if you want to know more about um, just kind of things that happen behind the scenes, you want more content. Um, we're relaunching kids Smith podcast. If you want to know, kind of about that and get some content about that, then check out uh, the it. inner circle. Our kids are super excited. Well, next week we're going to be wrapping up or starting to wrap up our series on anger. Mm-hmm. Remember that one from like way back? Um, we're going to be answering the question, are we allowed to be angry at God? I want to know. 
Let's figure it out. So make sure that you subscribe, like this, comment. Again, please don't add us because of anything, like we said, that was offensive. Like just take, oh, take a moment. Take and a moment and breathe. Take a moment and breathe. Breathe a little bit. <laughs> Maybe share the episode if it made you that angry. There we go. Tag us That's in it. That's how you do it. Tell people this made me so angry. You should watch it. So mad at them. Watch this episode. See how mad it made me. It'll make you mad too. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. But anyway, <laughs> um, this has been the Nick Smith Podcast. We yep. hope this episode has connected you. To living truth. Be, Be blessed. blessed. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Nick Smith Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us, and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.